Hello, and welcome to Camino de Nature Project's podcast stories, where we share mostly original stories about nature for children ages 5 to 13, but we have found that most adults enjoy it as well. Let's begin, shall we? Long ago, but not really, really long ago, only about 135 years ago, in the late 1800s, a gorgeous little grizzly bear cub was born. Her name was Little Black Bear, as she was quite dark, much darker than her lovely brown mother and sister. And she was little. She was only about one pound at birth, while her sister was almost two pounds. But Little Black Bear was strong and tenacious. She fought and romped and played just like any other grizzly bear. Now, even though she was small and blackish, she was not a black bear like her cousins that lived in the mountains and climbed trees. No, our Little Black Bear, she lived in the chaparral and canyons like in Silverado Canyon. And she couldn't even climb trees. Little Black Bear had a nice hump on her back full of muscle, making her arms strong enough to pull out a tree rather than climb up it. Cousin Black Bear does not have this hump. She also had a beautiful little concave swoop between her forehead and the tip of her nose. Cousin Black Bear does not have a swoop. It is more like a straight ramp. Her ears were a tad smaller than her cousin Black Bear's as well. Her rump, her hindquarters, were shorter than her front, making her back tilt downward, where her cousin Black Bear's back was pretty straight. And Little Black Bear's claws were quite a bit longer than her cousin's. That's because she liked to dig. She liked to eat a lot of the same things that pocket gophers eat. Tubers, roots. So those long claws came in handy for that type of thing. Occasionally she would get a pocket gopher too. Yum. So Little Black Bear was born. She drank her mama's milk until she was good and strong and ready to eat solid foods, just like a human. For Little Black Bear, that was summertime. She spent a whole nother year with her mama bear, and she didn't even sleep during the winter like her cousins in the snowy areas. No, California is just too beautiful and green in the winter. Why would anyone want to sleep through the winter time when there is miners' lettuce and chickweed. Yum. When Little Black Bear was about two years old, she and Mama Bear had a talk. Little Black Bear wanted to leave and go out on her own. Mama Bear thought she was still too small, but Little Black Bear showed Mama how she could find food and how she learned to defend herself and, well, why she was ready. And so Mama agreed, and Little Black Bear began her journey to find a home territory of her own. She walked and walked and walked. The chaparral was thick in some areas with rather pokey buckwheat and sage and thorny gooseberry. 
but little black bear's fur was so thick and the pads on her paws were nice and thick too that it didn't even bother her. She did have to stop every once in a while to pull out something pokey in her paw with her teeth, but nothing that ever slowed her down or diminished her spirit. On and on she walked. Back then, there were far fewer trails than there are now, but when she came across one, she often followed it for quite a while. Many of those trails were animal trails created by deer and coyote, and some were well-established wide dirt trails created by humans and their vehicles or animals. Little Black Bear's mama often told her that when her great-great-grandma was a cub, there were not many humans here. But every year there were more and more humans and their animals around. Cattle and sheep roamed the meadows now, and the grasses they ate were different than the grasses that were there when great-grandma bear was a cub. Mama said the humans were good in some ways and bad in others. She said that the humans kept pigs and birds in cages, so it was easy to catch them when the acorns were scarce or you just had a craving for something other than roots and ants. But those humans also had their very own beehives, super yummy honey. But if you were ever to go foraging for food where the humans lived, you had to be careful as they had weapons that could really hurt a bear. The bears found that it was best to forage for food where humans lived only when it was dark and the humans were in their dens. And so little black bear was cautious as she explored. Mama also told her that way back when, there used to be lots and lots of grizzly bears around and that you had to worry about finding a territory of your own. But now, that wasn't a problem, thanks to the humans and their weapons. Little Black Bear did not see another bear at all in her travels. She just kept wandering, exploring, seeing what was over the next ridge. One day, she made it to the ocean. She followed the San Mateo Creek in the Santa Ana Mountains near what is now Camp Pendleton. Oh my, what fun it was to run in the waves and bite and chomp at the sea spray and chase the birds on the beach. She stayed there for months, sleeping on the hillsides at night and playing during the day. For food, she found a whale carcass, and it was quite delicious. When she had finished off the whale, she headed back inland following Tribuco Creek, where she found steelhead trout along the way. Upward and inland she went, carefully avoiding the farmers and ranchers during the day, and taking a pigeon here and a bit of honey there to live on. Little Black Bear claimed a part of Tribuco Canyon as her home territory. There were a few ranches and farmers and settlers there, but not nearly as many as close to the beach. And so Little Black Bear lived many, many years in that canyon, digging up roots, eating berries, feasting on acorns in the fall, 
dining on ants, and occasionally eating an animal or two. There was a male grizzly bear in her territory, too. His name was Old Whiteface, because he had some white streaks on his face. Little Black Bear and Old Whiteface mated many times, and many times Little Black Bear's cubs went off to seek adventure, just as she had when she was two years old. But now Little Black Bear was about 20 years old, and she was getting a bit slower and weaker, and not much interested in mating or raising young. So Little Black Bear spent her time enjoying the wilds of Tribuco Canyon. There was one area of the canyon that she especially liked. A man by the name of Jim Smith lived there, and he planted some fig trees. Those figs were quite delicious. This man, Jim, had a fondness for talking quite loudly, and sometimes Little Black Bear would sit up in the hills above his home and just listen to that man. He said the most interesting words, sounds that Little Black Bear just didn't hear other humans ha say. That man was also known as Cussin Jim. And he was so well known for his particular kind of talk that the whole canyon was named after him and they called the canyon Holy Jim. So Little Black Bear enjoyed listening to his sermons and she liked his figs, but she liked something even more about Holy Jim. Holy Jim kept bees and that meant there was honey. Little Black Bear liked honey. And it seemed the older she got the less she liked spending time foraging for food. And so she figured, why forage when you can spend the day resting and sunbathing or sit in the shade in the creek on those hot days and watching birds and squirrels frolic and play and listen to Holy Jim ramble on and then at night sneak down to the hives and feast on sweet, sweet honey. That's just what Little Black Bear did, often. And it was not just at Holy Jim's hives. Oh no, she would go to many a farmer's or settler's hive and eat honey. It got to be so frequent that the settlers called her honey thief. Now by this time, Old Whiteface was gone. All the other grizzly bears were gone too. Most were killed by hunters and farmers. So the only wild grizzly bear left was Little Black Bear. There were two more in the zoos at this time. Some of the farmers were a little fed up with Little Black Bear thieving their honey, and they were worried about their livestock and their loved ones. They didn't know that Little Black Bear was the very last wild grizzly bear in California. So a few of those farmers got together and devised a plan to stop this honey thieving. This plan was led by Ed Atkinson and Andrew Joplin. On a Saturday night, they set up a modified mountain lion trap near a beehive that was secured to a railroad. Little Black Bear came down from the hills in search of food and with her strong nose, found that beehive. Yum, she thought. But then her next thought was, 
Ow! For she had stepped into the trap. Oh, the pain was horrible. The pain was immense. She growled, but the pain wouldn't stop. She grabbed and tore at that trap, but it would not come off. Then, knowing she was in danger, she ran and ripped the trap right off the railroad tie. She ran and ran as fast as she could run. In the morning, the hunters and farmers discovered Little Black Bear had been there. Andrew and Ed and a few other friends gathered together to track her down. They brought their hunting dogs. For five miles, the dogs followed Little Black Bear's scent and tracks. They found her near the top of Saddleback Peak under an oak tree. Little Black Bear was scared and hurt, but she was not going to go down without fighting. As the dogs leapt on her, she fiercely flung them away one by one. When she pushed the dogs far enough away and the hunters had a clear shot, they took it. And that was how the last wild grizzly bear in California died. She was about 25 years old and 600 pounds. That was in January of 1908. Three years later, in 1911, the last captive, as in the zoo, grizzly bear in California, whose name was Monarch, died. That is the same year that the California flag, with a picture of a grizzly bear in it, was officially adopted. The bear flag was originally designed 65 years earlier, and the grizzly bear was chosen as a symbol of California because of its strength and unyielding resistance. To this day, the California's state animal is the grizzly bear, yet we have no grizzly bears in this state. No wild grizzly bears. We have many, many places with bear or oso in the name. Next time we come across one of those places with bear or oso in the name, let us honor the memory of the majestic, strong, and powerful grizzly bear who roamed the Southern California lowlands in the thousands not so long ago. Stars and moon and sun, now my story is done. Thank you for listening and have a great day.